1: i found this really interesting um twitter is not a real place so Correct. when you when you when you hop on there and you see a whole bunch of people asking for hbo to keep it alive or saying how devastating it is that winning time is is ending mm-hmm. um i also went disappointed and really bummed out for everybody working on it uh obviously that it is ending but like at the end of the day, it, it it is ending because it wasn't getting the numbers that it was it was hoping to get. Um, they were hoping that the numbers would go up from season one to season two, and they went down. And um, in season two, and and like they went down for a variety of reasons. There wasn't as much publicity about the show. HBO was going through this giant um, <laughs> facelift. I don't know, like a, a complete. Uh, I guess just complete detachment from what we know HBO to be. So it's become HBO max. And then, now it's just max and there's a lot more reality TV on it. And that has come at the cost of a lot of these projects. Like right now, this is the first time in a while that there just isn't a, an HBO Sunday show that is like coming anytime soon. (laughs) It's really hard to find like a, an HBO show that I'm like really looking forward to. Um, so that you know that going on in the background is happening, but um, you know one thing I found kind of interesting recently is is Jeannie Bus is actually talking a lot about Winning Time and talking about how much she liked it, and you compare that to the response to season one of Winning Time, where nobody affiliated with the Lakers liked it. And you know I, I get it; there was a lot of lampooning in that first season. I think they they pulled a few punches in in season two. And it became a a very different show in season two. And I'm not blaming that for why it's being canceled in any way. I'm not, um, it was just not quite for me. And, um, the reason I'm comparing it to what's going on with USC is we're existing at this time where a lot of central figures are actually taking a personal, um, vested interest in telling their stories in the in you know as as a documentary or you know air quotes on the documentary aspect of
0: that. At least through their own channels.
1: Yeah, and they're and they're and they're building their own platforms to be able to tell their own stories and, and that stuff. And um ever since and that, that that has all come out after uh the last dance and the success of the last dance that you're seeing a lot of those platforms being more willing to do that kind of a thing and undertake those kinds of projects. But none of those projects have, um, have been anywhere near as popular as the last dance. Again, a variety of reasons going on there. When the last dance came out, there were no sports. So we all kind of gathered around it. We were also all stuck it, at home. Yeah, we're all stuck at home. There was no sports. There was nothing that we could all watch collectively and that, and that sufficed in that regard. And mm-hmm. also Michael Jordan is just a, you know, a brand to himself that, yes. um, that would have sold better than everybody else who and, had done and, this. And right? it had
0: been a long time coming, right? There yeah. Like there was yeah. talks about where he's, he's in talks with this production company to maybe do it. And it was years
1: and years and years we'd been waiting mm-hmm. for this. Um, and you compare that to the response to like Steph Curry just released one that, I haven't seen. I actually uh, think that
0: one's really. I mean, everybody's going to get on me because it's the team of my youth. it's yeah, shocking.
1: Yeah. But I actually
0: think that one. I actually thought it was really good. I thought it was very. It was because it was a lot of the problem is it. what is it telling us? Like, is this is it telling us anything new? Uh, with a lot of these documentaries, um, and a lot of it was about him in high school and him in college stuff that I at least didn't know about. Yeah. So I actually thought it was pretty. I thought it was interesting.
1: I just don't know if I could stomach like the idea of Steph Curry being considered some like underdog when his dad was a professional basketball player and his mom was like, sure. A but he's track also
0: star. he's also light skinned and tiny by NBA standards, and had one division one offer. So in that regard, he was an underdog.
1: Yeah, yeah. I still think he had access to things that like most sure. actual underdogs don't have access to. Sure, right? and but like, a lot of can those be guys. painted in in any. But matter? a lot of like, those, a lot of
0: those guys win the genetic lottery as far as size and athleticism and strength and all of that.
1: Yeah. Well, he also is, is not yeah. shooting touch a potential. No, hand eye coordination ever. of ever. Yeah. yeah, no, sure. Um, but, but anyway, he has like a
0: bunch of advantages compared to me and you, but <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but like even, even setting aside Steph and that, in that aspect of it, Derek Jeter has done one. Magic Johnson has done one. Like all of these people have, have done these documentaries. It's just like, haven't really resonated. They just haven't. And, um, you know, the Lakers did one for Hulu that was I thought, better I was than those. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Um, but it, it still like, didn't resonate in the same way the last dance did. And, and I think what we're like running up against is the audience of these things are all realizing, actually, I don't like the commercials. I don't, I, I don't, I don't need some watered down retelling of this where, there is a protagonist less than or you know more so than you know people just existing you know and 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 i think the second season of winning time became kind of a one of those kind of documentaries one of those kind of commercials where like magic johnson was a protagonist and jerry bus was a protagonist and and i think a more compelling uh, version of that show wouldn't have had necessarily a protagonist or, or protagonists, you know, um, molten, you know, plural. I, I, I think if you just retell what actually happened there without trying to dramatize, um, pro and antagonism, I I, I really think that's a, a more interesting version of the show. There was no touching on the societal aspect of, of that rivalry, how, the Lakers became the de facto black team and the Celtics became the team of white America. There was none of that. There was no retelling of, of the impact that cocaine was having on the league throughout the early showtime days. There was no retelling of magic Johnson's
0: second second
1: season. Yeah. In the second season. Um, you know, Norm Nixon. Tell at one point, it like what we should have seen in that second season was Norm Nixon literally being followed by the FBI for uh, concerns about the the uh, drug usage and stuff like that. It well, it's just I I I thought that the first season did a really good job of, and I thought resonated better with the audience because we the the the, the royal we like to see public figures kind of. Poked and prodded a little bit. I, I think we like to see that, and and I, I I thought the second season did a lot less of that, and I think it kind of lost a chunk of the audience that wasn't Lakers fans. I think Lakers fans are going to like it regardless, but I think the the the, the non Lakers fans here started to see that the good guys in that show were the Lakers, and and I don't think non Lakers fans were as interested in that.
0: So. Yeah. I mean, I just think the second season for maybe some of the reasons that you just mentioned, the second season was less compelling than the first season. It also could be that the the material, the storyline, the material in mm-hmm. this portion That's- of this story is just less interesting than the beginning of it. I have said this before. I don't I don't like sports. Sports documentaries fine, they have problems for other reasons, as you alluded to. Like when the subject matter of a documentary has editorial power over it, like what are we actually going to learn here? But I like those better because the basketball is real. Mm-hmm. I sports movies, even baseball, but specifically basketball, but also football. Baseball is
1: easier to replicate,
0: yeah. I don't, the I don't, when you get to on court action, it it removes me from the moment because it just looks fake. It looks wrong. It looks bad. And so
1: it looks unathletic.
0: So (laughs) I have like issues with that. That makes it hard for me to enjoy, like kind of just sit back and turn my mind off and be engrossed in it and enjoy. And this season, there was a lot more on court. This was a lot more about the basketball, like the on court stuff. And I think there was still some really compelling storytelling in it, but it was just too much on court. It was too much basketball. It makes you wonder why, like, okay, but why is Kareem only this tall and looking at this person? Right. And there's challenges, right. There's casting challenges, right? Like, no, like why is, why is Larry Bird taller than Kevin McHale? Like, like that kind of thing. Right. Um, So I think I think it was a lot of factors. I also one thing that was very strange to me was it felt like the decision to not have a third season was made after all of it was done because Mm -hmm. like they ended it seemingly like there was going to be a third season and then just tacked on the postscript. You know, this guy did this and this guy ended up like this and she ended up here and that felt very like tacked on and af- an afterthought. It was literally tacked. on. Yeah. So I have seen a conspiracy theory and you know, a tinfoil hat. Anthony is my favorite Anthony. So I will let you run with this. I don't know if you've seen this. I am just going to say Hennessy is delicious and I don't, I'm not, I will lead the horse to water, but I am not going to force him to drink, but nobody can. I have seen some theories whatever stock you put into it is whatever stock you put into it. And everybody can should should analyze things critically and decide for themselves. But I have seen people make a connection between the show not existing and HBO getting the rights to broadcast some some NBA games. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I, I think I think there's a link there. The, the two links that I would make is there and I would make the link with, like, I think the Lakers played a more active role in the second season. Um, and kind of, I wouldn't say dictated because there's nothing they could do to actually dictate the way the p- characters are portrayed, but like had a couple notes and, um, well, and also, and also like yep. one other thing that I've heard that haven't, I, I haven't necessarily confirmed cause I, you know, this isn't my forte, but, um, I've heard that Adam McKay played a somewhat less active role in the second season as he did in the first. And Adam McKay is a lot more likely to roast public figures and, and um, ignore notes of those public figures. And, and I think in the second season with some slightly different um, you know, leadership, we saw a, a more positive light on the Lakers. And then then in the first and the reason I was actually going to link this to the, the USC situation recently USC and right now USC is in kind of hot water because they suspended a credentialed reporter. He is suspended for a couple weeks, two weeks, where, he's, uh, where he is not allowed at the facility. Um, they, they will not let him ask questions, you know, all of those things. And um, that is in response to him in a profile not using you know using some stuff that usc considered off the record um what it is is he used some stuff
0: that was he did not that he noticed that he did not get from a
1: designated question and answer
0: session yes yeah outside Um, of the time of of that
1: he like he acknowledged you know and watching in watching a a an athlete um, you know, interact with people that this person was somewhat n- nervous about about the the public image aspect of of being a, a USC or a collegiate athlete, and and USC didn't respond very well and now has suspended him, and I've been interested in the response to this because I have long kind of wondered um, about sports ju- journalism. And I, I promise I'm not gonna we aren't gonna sit here for a half hour and talk about journalism. I promise. But I love I it think, when
0: you go Ethan Strauss on me. I think it's my second favorite Anthony.
1: Sports fans just don't have any real interest in in journalism. Um, they like the idea of it, but I think sports fans and just people in general want to hear things about their public figures that make them feel good about those public figures. And journalists inherently are when they're doing their job going to provide just information without caring about whether it's good or bad, about that, you know, puts paints that subject in a positive or a negative light. And um in seeing USC fans push up against the journalists who are saying what USC is doing is cowardly, it is. Uh, what USC is doing is unethical, it is and what USC is doing is is um, going to hurt us long-term in the precedence that it is setting, uh, it will. And USC fans are saying, I don't care. That person shouldn't have done that. That person broke a rule, and that person should not be able to cover the team that I like for a couple of weeks because maybe just maybe that person might be the source of some information that I might not want to hear about the team that I root for. And and I... and the reason that I find this interesting with, with, um, with winning time is those two things kind of bashing up against each other, right? Where the, on one hand, I think Lakers fans want to see Magic Johnson as the folk hero, the person who did no wrong, that was always loyal to Cookie and, and was always going to do right by cookie cookies, your girl, right? Like everybody wants to see that aspect of it. It's not really reality, but who cares? It, it makes me feel good about magic Johnson. People want to see, um, you know, the, the players and the coaches at USC portrayed in the most positive light and all of those things. But also because these documentaries aren't resonating as well, I do think we are, we are aware of PR when we see it. And, and I'm really curious where this kind of land battle is going to wind up, where we don't necessarily love PR because we know what PR feels like. It doesn't feel real. And yet, yeah, but I don't want, like, there's a line here. There are certain things that I don't really want to know about my team that um, I might find out by way of good journalism, so where that arrives at is really fascinating to me. And I think it's going to be this developing story that like is always going to be playing out right before our eyes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you have uh, do you have time for Ahsoka talk? Yeah, let's get it. All right. So Ahsoka's, uh, episode five is the big one that, that, you know, actually played out in theaters apparently. Oh. and um you know people went and saw it in theaters and um because we got to see you know we got to see ahsoka and her master anakin we got to see anakin call ahsoka snips on, in live action uh for the first time that mm-hmm. that obviously kind of struck a chord with with a lot of viewers i thought the fifth episode was very good um and it left you feeling kind of optimistic about all of these things and then the sixth episode, which I actually really um, liked again, um, and I like it both in the micro and macro. In the micro, I thought it was well executed in all of those things. But in the in the macro, in, in terms of a device used in good season-long uh, storytelling, you had the optimism from episode five and all of that stuff, and then you and then you remember. Oh yeah, that's right. Thrawn's a badass and this guy is terrifying to deal with and, and our our rebels are really up against it and i I, I liked that kind of one two punch to remind us that no, this is probably we're probably gonna lose some characters that we've that we have liked in this in this season.
0: Yeah, I didn't like six at all. Um, you didn't like it at all. no which nothing wrong ha- like nothing happened. The, the pace of it just kind of seemed off. Um,
1: nothing happened. They found
0: Ezra. Oops, yeah, but why? Yeah, but yeah, but they didn't, n- none of it felt earned. It was just like, it was so easy. It was just like, they, they run into Thrawn fine. And then he sends Sabine off on her way to, here's how you go find him. And she rides on a wolf for like two miles and runs into some creatures that have just happened to be the creatures that, that take it, take her right to him it didn't feel yeah. like
1: it didn't feel earned at all
0: um well, isn't, Ron, isn't the,
1: yeah go ahead isn't the earning part of it like the fact that finding him there puts them at risk of being stranded there forever isn't like those no, stakes I mean, I, yeah i don't mean matter?
0: Just, just going no no, no 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 the stakes matter just going there like on the journey to go find him there is inherent risk that you're never coming home Mm -hmm. so yes there are stakes there going there are stakes but I thought it should have been like this dude's been gone for 10 years and presumably avoiding Thrawn hiding out from Thrawn presumably yeah and so to have him just like right for him to hide from just have him like right up the street and she just happens (laughs) the first thing that she does is run into these characters that happen to have been living with him for 10 years and just bring her right along the way Mm -hmm. uh i didn't i didn't love that the other problem again like i when i was talking about basketball uh and i don't like it when there's actual basketball because you know uh, in in fictional stuff not documentary footage but when it's recreated basketball is recreated i it removes me from the moment Thrawn looking like elon musk and it didn't the voice is the same because it's the same dude that did the voice but he didn't look like him. And it's hard in live action to yeah. replicate this guy's kinda pudgy. thrawn. Correct. Thrawn was I was like, swole. Thrawn was yes, yeah, Thron Thrawn slender. Thrawn, like looks like Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Right? And then this dude who does the voice. Um, so the voice is good. It just didn't feel like I was looking at Thrawn. It just didn't yeah. really Would it have
1: killed was it Lar- is it Lars Mickelson?
0: Lars something, yeah.
1: Yeah. Could you, well, there's done a always a couple push ups.
0: No, there's this thing about, about Thrawn where he's like very slender and you see him in the animated series that like, Your shirt off. He, he has like he's, a workout. He yeah. has like a, like a, a workout room that he uses, you know, to exercise and all this. I'm like, that's not
1: Thrawn. Yeah. I was laughing because like, at the very least, don't show him from the side where you see the stomach protruding. And it's like, <laughs> Did they, did they not? Did they not bring the tonal system like, with it to this? <laughs> <laughs> I had both. What was that one I had
0: for a while? Uh, I think in college and maybe in high school, but definitely in college. The one that was like, it was like, it looked kind of like a Pilates machine. It was like a, a bench that was like sliding that, um, that Chuck Norris uh, yeah. <laughs> was hogging on TV. You had, it had the like. Bowflex. The, no, it had the, it had the ring. It had these like wa- cables. And it had like rings at you, and you would like go forward, and that would slide yeah. the bench up the rails with your body weight. Oh, and, I
1: thought that was the I thought that was the Bowflex. No, but you, it, might be, was the, like it one might be the flex slide or something. No, no, like Bowflex
0: was yeah. the one that was like a full workout system where you would there was like a stable bench, like and it, bend. Float. Yes, yeah, no, this yeah. was like this. There was two like rails, and you yeah. would, it would incline, you could raise the incline or lower the incline, and then there were these cables, and you would do like. Whatever you would grab them and you would lay on the bench and the bench would slide up as you lifted and anyway, yeah I had one of those it, it, yeah like we can't Thrawn they didn't like, have just, one of
1: those on that <laughs>
0: no Thrawn just let himself go <laughs> what's he been doing for ten years by the way eating. I thought it was cool
1: eating a whole bunch yeah, exactly. he's I, he's just I, eating those like little crab characters he's finding it was I it.
0: thought it was I thought it was cool that obviously his ship looked beat up um, because it's been out in <laughs> the wilderness away from. Any place that the you know, any imperial bases that could provide any mechanical work on. So I thought that was cool. Where's Where's getting the fuel? <laughs> How could you fly? Yeah. You've been well, flying this around know, for like, ten Where years? they
1: found the the start the 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 troopers. No, those those remember. guys
0: were there already. The, all those guys, all the stormtroopers were there when oh, when the at ship, the end of it, rebels. When, yeah, they yeah. were all like at the very okay. last scene before the purgles, whatever those stupid whales are, which I hate also. Before how they go, hate, I, I'm, they're,
1: they're terrible. Terrible. How, no, don't. They're terrible. Don't insult they're whales of any kind on this terrible. show. Oh, that's right. This is a whales facts yeah. <laughs> show. Um, they were there, but I think they
0: are. I think they have been reanimated by the Night Sisters' magic. I don't. I think they are like yeah. the undead. Um, yeah, the I thought they troopers. were all
1: dead. Like I, they, No, I mean they, they, they all, there was
0: a bunch of stormtroopers that that were on the ship when it left in at the end of Rebels. But he has said Thron says during the show that like basically his numbers are dwindling and his resources are down So yeah. th- which is th- probably the excuse for why he hasn't gone after uh, gone after Ezra himself yeah uh, because he cannot afford the manpower basically. So I suspect that a lot of the stormtroopers, if not all of them are have been, raised from the dead or whatever like the uh what was whatever the the inquisitor was yeah that w- when when uh, ahsoka dispatched him he the green smoke came out I think yeah that I think that all of these stormtroopers are are those guys
1: I was I was also kind of hoping like if we're if we're picking nits I was also kind of hoping that whatever planet or galaxy that they arrived in would look a little bit more exotic than
0: Essentially, yeah, like, like, they, they, they the like, like they they arrived in
1: like like the Joshua tree. They, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> like, without the foliage. You know, yeah, like they just like they just arrived at this place. I was that, gonna, like, I was I don't gonna know. say Death Valley, but yes, you
0: you, you Close like enough. they
1: they they went to like they they travel all this this. And and by the way, I was right about the circle thing. It did arrive in in the place, yep. right? Yeah. Um. But they they arrive in this, th- and they travel all of these galaxies to just like be right before, like in the in the in the background. You could see Casino Morongo. Like it was just <laughs> like. <laughs> Like I'm sitting here wondering, like, why is this? Don't
0: funny? talk bad about Casino Morongo. I'm gonna stop at Casino Morongo on the way to the Lakers preseason game in Palm Desert. Don't talk bad about Casino Morongo.
1: I'm not. I I played a whole bunch of illegal poker growing up when I was <laughs> not 18 whole, yet. A whole, played a whole bunch of a whole bunch of 22. <laughs> I was playing. I was playing Play a, whole a whole bunch, bunch of no Texas Hold'em when I was like uh-huh. 17 years old at Casino Morongo. Like, you know, but but. But I I, I I didn't take a pergil to get to that casino
0: Morongo. So you know? can can somebody explain? So this is I have another question, and I think about this stuff too critically, right? Because there's the like, it's a movie about space wizards for kids, right? Like there's yeah. some of that too. So I end up thinking about this too critically. Why didn't Ezra come back on a
1: pergil or what are the Well, because pergul- I think. I think Thrawn said, because, like, you, you, as they're arriving, this is the place that they see all the bones. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the bones there. Yeah. So, and and some don't. They They don't all go there and die. I don't know. We're going to find out when Ahsoka shows up. You know, like, I would imagine the big, the big one that, that brought Ahsoka there, I bet you that, that one is not going to live. Maybe. You know, but, all right. Um, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I'm again. I'm a little nervous about some of this stuff because there is now only two episodes that they have to come to some resolution. We know that Thrawn doesn't live, you know, by way of stuff that happens elsewhere in the Star Wars universe. We never meet Ezra. We never meet Ahsoka in all of those other entities. Yeah,
0: but they, they have ways around that. They, so unless they're going to re stuff, yeah. They come up with excuses for why we didn't see they're Ahsoka There's all stuff there
1: this whole time that they... <laughs>
0: Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody, somebody important has to get it though. I
1: like, I, I like that. I like that there are no tonal systems and there are no razors apparently in this, in this, in this world. Like, there's just <laughs>
0: where did he get the? Where where does he get the fuel? Oh, where is he getting his hair? Like, <laughs> also, I, 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 that was the, I, one of my favorite parts about it. And this speaks to at least the character in the animated stuff of Thron was that. Like everything around was just beaten down, and like the stormtroopers were put together with duct tape. Yeah, and the ship is falling apart. Yeah, and he—it's all dirty. He's that pressed white suit and impeccable. his hair <laughs> impeccable, impeccable. <laughs> he like doesn't take his lunch. Body? He just goes. He just goes to he he has to, he irons his suit like three times a day.
1: No, we know he takes lunch. Like <laughs> no, he,
0: <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. Only, only since he's been on whatever this planet is, Peridia or whatever the this new planet's called,
1: he, he found out about the middle meal, and then
0: <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a fourth meal. He's taking the ship to drive through as a Taco Bell for fourth meal. He's taking, he's taking, the, he's taking that Star Destroyer through the drive through. Those, those,
1: those sisters, those sisters are Uber eating for him. they using their powers to go get
0: some Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you conjure up, conjure me up some chicken and waffles right quick?
1: <laughs> it turns out he's blue because he just spilt a bunch of blue font on himself. Like, <laughs> All right. This is off the rails. This is fun, though. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in the way that you guys have been this offseason. We are about a week and some change away from training camp. So that's going to be... Um, from, from all of that stuff. I am I'm really excited for this. I tweeted out the other day that I'm very excited to get back to an NBA season and, and, and that it's been a little while since we got to look forward to a Lakers season, the way that I'm looking forward to this one. And people somehow took issue with that. Like I'm not, I'm not allowed to either be negative or positive.
0: Doesn't surprise me. No, they're not allowed to. No, they think, they think you're being disingenuous when you're positive.
1: Right. Right. Uh, But I really am. This is a, a, a fun team. That somebody on the internet called the deepest team on uh, in the league. I would maybe mm. kind of agree with with the versatility aspect of it. Mm. Looks like we found what Aaron and I are going to be talking about next week. So until then, I am Aaron. Uh, I, Ant- <laughs> I am Aaron. That deep is deep team.
0: Deepest is okay. <laughs> a very
1: it's deep, deep the team stage.
0: and a very good team.